You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And as you know, on this podcast, my goal is to separate fact from fiction as it pertains to the hot wife lifestyle, cuckold lifestyle, interracial slash BBC lifestyle. Um, I always try to, you know, pull back the curtain and, and, and let people know what's really going on and hear from people who are actually walking this path. So it is my pleasure today to have with me a couple that I've been chatting with for a while. Uh, Miss uh, Sailor Vixen and her husband, C, won't you guys say hello? Hi. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> well, welcome, guys. Welcome. I appreciate you Thank taking you. time out of your, your Saturday night to kind of sit here and, you know, allow me to be nosy and dig all into your private life and everything. Appreciate so having us. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, normally what I do is I kind of, uh, in that intro, I'll say what a couple's dynamic is, but I didn't necessarily mention yours because from conversations that we've had, you guys are kind of fluid, um, if I remember correctly. So let me ask you in your own words, how would you describe what your dynamic is? Uh, more like a stagging vixen, I guess. Well, wife sharing. It's like we enjoy elements of cucking. Right. And we're wife sharing, size queen. And yeah, we're just having fun. Swinging. <laughs> yeah. yeah, living it up. Now, I'm, I'm curious, uh, whenever I meet uh, couples who en- enjoy some of the uh, stag vixen elements, do you guys play with couples as well? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So kind of take me back to the beginning as far as how long have you, well, first of all, how old are you both? I have to ask that question for my listeners. Sure. I'm 30. I'm 31. Okay. Yeah. Repping for the younger crowd. I'm always trying to pull those people in and show them that, hey, there are younger people in this lifestyle as well. Uh, How long have you guys known each other? Let's see, since 2019. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 2019. Okay, and how long have you been married? Since like a few months after that. Yeah. Oh, so we had a yeah. we had a world a whirlwind romance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, see, let me let me ask you. I enjoy asking husbands this question. What do you remember about the very first time you saw her, even if she didn't see you back, like the first time you laid eyes on her? Oh yeah. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, I thought she looked familiar. You know, I was like, yeah, she was beautiful. I thought she looked familiar. Like I had a dream about her. So. And that dream yeah. you had like five years before you met me. Yeah. Too, and you're like, oh, this girl looks familiar. Yeah. Now, were you in like a a public venue kind of place when this yeah. happened? Yeah, we met actually. We met through Tinder, and he mm-hmm. saw my picture and it looked familiar. But I was wearing glasses back then. And mm-hmm. the dream he had of me was we were much older and I didn't have glasses on. So he wasn't like, sure, sure. So, you know, all right, let me meet this girl from t- Tinder pretty much. 
Yeah. You're like, because you're, you're super picky. <laughs> and so we met at a diner. Um, I'm from Staten Island. That's and that's where we met. He he was I, living in Jersey the time at the time. I, I, I thought I detected a bit of it. I'm. Oh, you right can hear an accent. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm right across yeah. the river from Staten Island. I have friends from Staten Island, so okay. you know, uh, I mean, you know, yeah, you know. yeah, I try Absolutely. to sound like that forty-year-old housewife who's been smoking forty yeah. years, and I'm. Going oh God, to- there it was. There, <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was it right there. Oh my. God. But no. yeah, um, we met at a diner on the island, and I thought he was cute. I thought he was like we're like the same height, so I was a little like I was hoping he'd be a little bit taller. So, but he was just like so nice and like really smart and cute. I was like, okay, let me give this guy a try. And I, I had no idea he had a, a dream of me at the time. And so once I, at a point during our conversation, I took off my glasses to pretend to see like, oh, we were talking about like uh, spiritual stuff, like seeing auras and stuff like that. And like, he had a look on him like, oh. Like he, like he, he, like he did recognize me. Like, like he was awestruck, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't really think too much of it, but I put my glasses back on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, see, I'll ask this question to you. Obviously, seeing the woman that you love being in a sexual situation with somebody else excites you, and. Like, do you remember when those thoughts started to cross your mind? Because, like, usually with guys, you know, we're we're around our friends and, you know, a lot of testosterone and, you know, guys, you know, arguing if somebody even looks at their girl. (laughs) And yet here you are having these thoughts that let you know that, okay, I don't think like the rest of my friends do. Did you start having these thoughts after you met her or were things going through your mind even before then yeah even before then so when i was in in like high school right after high school too me and a group of friends would have like orgies every weekend so you know we were used to like a group setting and and sharing girls and stuff so you know i was already kind of into that and then like you know i had seen some like uh helena price or whatever and i was like oh Mm -hmm. that, that that's fun and then uh yeah, and then, and then we met. She actually came up with the idea of just putting ourselves on like my free cams or something on like a cam right. site. So I was like, you know, we could do something else because she already admitted that she liked bigger, that she was used mm-hmm. to like twice my size. I thought seven inches was the normal size because all the yeah. guys are for him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they all, least. I mean, I was, a, a, I didn't have too much sexual experience, but you know, guys would show me their dicks on like a date or something. <laughs> And so they all like were like big and they told me like they were like seven inches, eight inches. And I was like, oh, wow. So I thought that was normal. <laughs> and then I get to your five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so now I heard you say that, you know, you did these parties when you were in, in high school and everything. And I guess, you know, that I would say the biggest difference is in those kinds of parties, as as fun as they are like there's a big difference between bringing a girl to one of those parties who's just like a chick that you know 
versus enjoying watching the woman that you've given your heart to, that you're in love with, that you share your life with in, 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 in those situations. I'm just kind of curious, when did your thinking start to evolve into like, hey, not only would I like, do I enjoy seeing these girls that I know from school in these situations, but I, I kind of would like to see the woman that I love being in, in these situations or was it on the back burner for you and it was her interest in it that kind of made you start thinking that i think it was probably my interest too because yeah i think it was like, on the I back burner it always had some interest in it but then yeah she was a size queen she wanted something bigger so it was mainly about like making sure that she was you know she got her pleasure yeah that she was right. pleasure. i didn't get enough yeah. sexual experience especially like I, like in high school, I was a virgin and up until like college at some point. Mm -hmm. So for a very long time, uh, I didn't have much experience. And like he and my husband, he's done all these orgies and whatnot. Maybe <laughs> I was a little bit jelly. Yeah, he, just maybe. Yeah, you married Hugh but, Hefner over there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, like, I always thought like, what would it be like to have two guys at the same time? And just like, you know, being kinky yeah. and horny, it's like, oh, I want to, and he's already, he's like, you know, he's had experience in that department. So he was already cool with that. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe we could try this. I want, cause I, I, you know, my husband, my husband loves me so much that he's open-minded to just letting me fulfill the sexual desires I didn't get to fulfill when I was younger. No, that's, that's, that's awesome. And I, I'll, excuse me, I'll never get tired of hearing stories of of those husbands and those partners that are that secure that they you know they give their ladies that platform to kind of fly and soar and, and, oh, yeah. and, it's just and sex. i don't have to be worried yeah. about like if i was single be worried if there you know maybe there's some closed-minded guys that oh i don't want to date you because you've, you've been so promiscuous but you know like my husband i have my wonderful husband i'm very I feel very lucky and fortunate to have him and he supports me in like, you know, getting, you know, doing stuff I always wanted to do. No, that's, 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 me. so I'm curious, you said that you didn't really have, you know, oh, yeah, I was uh, like, a, no a lot of experience. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the experience that you did have, were you dealing with guys who were kind of jealous, who did, try to like you know limit you and check on you and and those types um, of things no uh so i was pretty much a tease <laughs> like i was like <laughs> <laughs> like oh like you could show me your dick but i'm not, i'm not having sex just yet <laughs> like maybe i'll wait for the right one but and but then i kept getting older and i just wasn't finding the, the one and i was like i really want to try know what it feels like to have sex i'm like 23 mm. i want to know what it feels like to have sex <laughs> i've been holding on to this waiting till like i meet the right one no and i should, right I should one be getting experience. Like, I experience you should have a, you should have a few wrong ones in there or not yeah. so sure ones thrown in there so you said you waited uh the first time i mean did it live up to your expectations like were you like hooked from the beginning the or were you like okay sex? Yeah, or were you like, okay, it's got to be better than that? <laughs> well, you know, I realized 
it's really important who you decide to go into a relationship with because sexual like you may have sexual desires that are different from the person you go into a relationship with um and you know i think it's okay especially like for women to be sexually like i don't want to say a player but like you know be straight with someone like look i'm only interested to just hook up you know i want to experience this and i don't want a relationship i just want right. i i want to have sex you know but no ties to it that way you you know what you like and it leads to a better relationship when you do decide to go into a relationship luckily no, like me and my husband are on the same page already <laughs> lots of sexual yeah. desire so there is this like those of us in the lifestyle know this to be false, but there is this narrative kind of in society at large that says men will fuck a slut, but won't marry a slut. <laughs> and before I turn this question to you, Sailor, because C has such an interesting background, I'm curious, the girls who were going to these parties that you guys were having, if you can be honest, how did it affect their reputations? I mean, was it just like cool, you know, or did you see how there was like a double standard in, in, in how these girls were treated by people outside of your circle? Yeah, there was kind of a, a double standard. I knew it. it was, yeah, more, more of like, oh, yeah, you know, you're probably not going to have a long-term relationship with the girl that you just ran a train on with your buddies. <laughs> You know, the, yeah, there was kind of that sense. But then, you know, like after a year or two, you're just like, oh, you know what? Like, actually, like, that's what I like. I like sluts. <laughs> I could right. get into wife sharing. I could get into that. It's actually fun, you know? So, but, but yeah, yeah, there was definitely a double standard at the time. Yeah, because that's, that's one of the things that. But we were younger, you know, we also weren't mature okay. enough to. Right process emotions and stuff like that you know adequately to you know to think about could i do this with my wife mm -hmm. yeah well you know one of the things that i that i often say is in this like whenever i see a a, a woman who's in this in this lifestyle there's like an elevated amount of respect because i know the uphill battle that they had to get to this point in the sense that as men, we've never had to apologize for liking the fuck. I mean, for liking sex just for the sake of enjoying sex. Like we've never caught any heat from it, any flack from it. There's never been any real kind of shaming that we've had to endure. We're, we're, we're almost elevated for being that guy. You know what I'm saying? Whereas for women, oftentimes, uh, that's not the case, you know, uh, as I'm fond of saying, there are usually only two instances in which a woman can have sex where she's not getting any pushback, and that's to keep her husband happy and to make a baby. Anytime a woman engages in sex outside of those two reasons, there's usually some pushback. You know, there's some people that don't agree with her or think she's, you know, going wrong or a tramp or a slut or, or, or whatever. 
So to see women in this lifestyle who are able to admit not only that they enjoy sex, but like Sailor said, no, I like big dicks. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like that's what I like. You know, because for years, I mean, how many guys you know that like big tits? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or big asses? Like we we've been able to claim what we like for years. Um, but to see women now enjoying that level of freedom and that level of empowerment to be able to, you know, not only to claim those things, but to dispel that myth that, oh, no, no, there are men out there who can love a slut. <laughs> you know, there are men out there who could be married to a slut. You know, like we, we, we get to have our cake and eat it too. You know, this is not a one-sided thing where I have to pick one side or the other. You know, I, I, I get to have both. So it's, it's really cool to see, you know, your, your, your evolution into that after being exposed to it, like you said, in high school. And now here you are married to a proud slut. Um, so let me ask you this. When did you discover that, oh, shit, there are a lot of people who like that there's a community out there of like there's a word for this, whether it's cuckolding or hot wifing, like, oh, shit, this is a thing. When did that start to kind I of think, dawn? Um, around the time when I, I, I found like, yeah, Helena Price. And that kind of introduced me to like that dynamic specifically, like a wife sharing dynamic. And I was like, wow, okay, well, that, that looks good. Mm -hmm. That looks fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could definitely get into that. And did you, like, how, how about you, Sailor? How did you first discover that, oh, shit, there's, this is, not only is this a thing, but there were plenty of other women out there who were just like me, not just pursuing big dicks, but they're married to men who encourage them and support them and everything like that. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Uh, I think, like, I love to hear more about, like, open-minded couples and I didn't really think too much of it. I was just like, me and my, hu my husband, we're just having so much fun. Like, I didn't really think of, like, I just, we're, we're just having fun. I was like, oh, I'm enjoying it. And I guess we fall into these categories. And mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. Other women are doing it. That's awesome. You know, I, and I, I'm glad maybe there's more women showing their faces too that are doing it. Mm -hmm. I think that's so you pretty awesome. You, you you said something a few times that's kind of struck me and it makes me think of something else. You talk about um, how much fun the, 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 the two of you were having. Yes. In the time that you've been together, can you ever remember a period of time, albeit maybe a very short one, where things weren't so much fun? You know, like where you encountered a situation where it's like, okay, this is not fun. Maybe it was, you know, having a guy that got a little bit too attached, or maybe it was a period where the two of you weren't communicating as, as well as you normally do. Like, have you hit any speed bumps in your journey or? That's a tough one. Um, like if we don't have a good experience with a bull, mm -hmm. And we're just like, all right, he's just lame. That's all. And we just kind of just laugh about it afterwards. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, there's there hasn't been anybody who's really tried to like since, overstep boundaries or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no matter how attachable may get mm-hmm. to to me, um, they, you know, they gotta remember like I married my husband for a reason. Our, you know, our he we're each other's best friends and lovers, and our, there's no secrets between us. Mm-hmm. So like. You know, just like best friends will joke with each other and like, oh, you know, it's it's flattering, honestly, if a bull does get attached. That's I I just think it's flattering. Mm-hmm. But you know I'm trying to think. I don't think we have yeah, no. I think when bulls meet us, they they see how close we are and they know there's no emotional shot. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't really per se had a really bad experience. Maybe just like flaking. I, I don't like when bulls flake. If you're gonna show up, show up. And if you if you're gonna perform, perform. Like don't worry about nerves. Mm-hmm. We worked with one person that was really young, and it was his first time doing kinky stuff That's like this. Right. Yeah, and so he couldn't he couldn't hold it. He couldn't perform too long, and that's all right. He was super. He was. Um, young, younger than us. Yeah, <laughs> and well, wanted well, to learn, well, and I'm, I'm glad he well, got some experience. Yeah, hopefully he's got his uh, you know, he's found his way. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm sure he's he's curious, and he'll think back to it later, like, oh, I should have kept, you know. Yeah, he'll probably it. end up in the lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I'm curious with your background, like you said, kind of running with this crew of guys in, in high school and, and, and having these kinds of uh, sexual type parties. Do any of your friends know that you're in the lifestyle now? Uh, no, but probably. I mean, people watch porn. She's on right. Pornhub, you know, so it's like uh, maybe. I think maybe. But you haven't directly like told anyone, no. like had that conversation. Not that I know of. So yeah, not that I know of, nobody knows, so. But uh, yeah, there's a chance. There's a chance. So I'm I'm always curious when I you know when couples kind of you know and women kind of put themselves out there like that. What was that kind of? Because I I know that there are a number of couples who are thinking about it and who are weighing it and trying to decide if if they can or if they should. What was that conversation like between the two of you prior to? you putting your face out there you know like it's one thing to have like faces blurred out and angles from the back where you can't see a person's face but i mean i've seen you know some of your stuff and you're 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 out there you know there's no blurring there's no pixelating you're out there so i'm just kind of curious what what was that conversation like leading up to that and making that decision to kind of go out there like that uh we were both kind of into exhibitionism i think already so we, we kind of just did it yeah we didn't expect to get popular <laughs> yeah we just figured oh we'll yeah. post something on pornhub it'll be lost yeah. in a million videos and then you know the numbers oh i guess we're, we're going to the porn baby <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it it definitely sounds like uh, neither of you have looked back uh, 
you know, since since making that decision, which is which is really cool to see your you know your commitment to it. Um, you mentioned something earlier, and this is something that a lot of couples talk about uh, when they come on here. Communication. Was it instantly like that between the two of you? Like from the moment you met, did it did it have to build? Were one of you stronger at it than the other in the beginning? And what the other person kind of had to play catch up? How would you describe your communication style and how you got to this point? Well, we kind of... We're kind of like on the same level. Yeah. We, we met on the same level. Yeah. She, she even... You said like uh, you noticed how I texted her or whatever, yeah. similar to how you texted. Yes. So that's how I figured know. we get along. If you looking, if you're looking for a good partner that matches you, see how they text. If they text similar to you, like really, it's if they text similar with the, the punctuation, everything, the word choice, the puns, that's how you know they think like you. And <laughs> yeah, I like he made a joke when we were you know, first started seeing each other, he texted like, oh, you know, we were talking about staying out late, how late we want to stay out. And he's like, <laughs> I don't want to turn into a pumpkin. And that's, I thought to myself, that's something I would joke as well. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, yeah, his punctuation. My line. <laughs> yeah, the commas. So he, understand, he understands the difference between it's and it's and, you know, yeah. where and where I and where. <laughs> and he would always mess up his exclamation marks and they're driving like his punctuation was kind of bad mm-hmm. and we didn't get along but my husband exactly how, like how i would text how i would write i think so that's you, a thing so you, you know? just you, you just thing. knew yes <laughs> yeah like we're on the same wavelength we, we're both in the same style of thinking mm-hmm. now uh I know, like I said, from 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 following you, that you you definitely have a, an inner geek. Um, does your husband share that with you as well? Oh, my husband's so like he's super smart, like book smart, street smart, and I'm really fat. I always been really fascinated with, uh, you know, just like sci-fi stuff, scientific things, and he's super sciencey nerd well well you don't yeah, act I'm like not a nerd like, you're you're hot i've never got into like you're star trek nerd. or star wars or lord of the rings or anything like you're that i just like, like knowing stuff right i just like knowing and understanding the world so like but yeah i'm not not too much of a geek i didn't mm-hmm. get get a gaming system until i was in my you know like almost 30 so yeah, I mean, I'm That's not a gaming because... geek. I'm not like a Star Trek. I got you. I'm not really gaming. a geek. Yeah, you, you got me. Yeah. yeah, very much into Minecraft right now. Uh, she, 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 she's slowly pulling you over to our side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't realize it yet, but she's, you know, she's gonna have you out there cosplaying soon. And uh, I've read some would... good science fiction. But yeah, I mean, would, maybe cosplaying. Like she's she's right? tried. We'll go to a, a Ren fair maybe, and I'll dress yeah. up. Like I've it's, I've yeah. seen your your TikTok. You enjoy cosplay, right? I do. I'm just really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it's hard the, to get yourself to dress up. Like and, the, and like the costumes, just like like I can't. It's a lot so. of time and effort. Well, yeah, no, no, so, there's, I, there's there, there are people out there who they go hard. They 
yeah. they go hard and their costumes are like wow you put a lot of time and and effort yeah in. it's something to admire i'm just sure. too lazy i guess to do it well <laughs> i'll just buy <laughs> off of amazon or like a pre-made costume <laughs> so how would you describe because one, one of the things that people say to me a lot is uh and this is couples from all over the world regardless what their experience level is they talk about how difficult it is to to find good bulls um and one of the things that i'll say is there's a big difference between a bull and a guy that just wants to fuck your wife do you guys feel like you're at the point where you're able to tell the difference between the two and not that they you know that those guys don't have their purpose you know because sometimes that's all you want you know um but I know that it's something that some couples struggle with. How do you guys approach that? I think we can't like, like it would be nice to have a steady bull because we know they're tested, they're ready to go. And we know that they'll perform. It's like mainly be like a lot other content creators lately yeah that's that's been the best thing so far in this area it's hard to find you like a good bull that you try yeah other content creators are the best right now because they're on the same page yeah like Mm -hmm. they can perform they know we're both we both want to be filmed and it's just less complicated yeah when you've tried tinder the guys have been hit or miss mostly mostly miss yeah yeah like they'll they can't perform or yeah tinder can get weird where the it just they're not used to the idea i guess or like they they're hyped on it and then they just don't show Mm -hmm. so from a lifestyle perspective and this is for you c what is it that you like how would you explain to somebody what it is you enjoy about her being with other men like, what does that do for you? Like, what is it that you get off on and in, in seeing her with other men? Um, seeing her pleasure, like seeing her actually enjoying it. Like, yeah, actually enjoying it and like having a good time. You know, that that gets me off. There's yeah, a, a I, I, I recently uh, launched a, a website and it is, it's it's basically like a swinger site, but it's dedicated to our particular community, meaning women and couples who are, uh, you know, specifically looking for single men. And the word that is used in that site is is compersion, and it's a word that is still kind of relatively new in the grand scheme of things. But um, the reason why I chose that word for the site we're all familiar with empathy, you know, empathy is somebody feels sad, you feel sad, you know, we're all familiar with jealousy, somebody is happy, and that makes you upset, for whatever reason. Compersion is that feeling of somebody's happy, and that makes you happy. And the reason why I chose that word is because I feel like it's the, it's at the very foundation of kind of what makes this lifestyle go. You know, I feel like it's the primary reason that separates what we do over here versus what happens on the the swinger side 
not that you don't have couples who are able to go back and forth, but sometimes on the other side, they don't necessarily enjoy their wives playing with other men. It's kind of like, well, it kind of has to happen in order for me to do what I want to do. Um, uh, in other words, for some people on that side of the fence, the idea of, yeah, let's invite two guys over and I'm just going to sit back and watch. They're like, nah, there's nothing in that for me. Why would I want to do that? Whereas for the husbands on this side, you know, they're like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And I feel like what you just said, the way that you just explained it, even if you were not aware of that word, you perfectly encapsulize what it means. Like when she's happy, that's where your pleasure comes from. You know, yeah. seeing her enjoying herself, knowing that she's fulfilled, knowing that she's getting what she desires. That's where your, you know, a, a, a big portion of your enjoyment comes from. And I just think that it's really, it's, it's, you know, it's one of the things that I really enjoy about all of this is that, you know, and even on my website, the tagline is where she comes first, hmm. you know, because that, that's how, you know, that's how people in this lifestyle are. That's how the husbands see things. And if it wasn't for that feeling, if it wasn't for those husbands out there thinking the way that you think, I really feel like this lifestyle wouldn't exist. There'd be a lot more, you know, infidelity and running around and, you know, women not given that same level of freedom that so many women in this lifestyle, you know, in, in, enjoy. So I just thought it was really cool that when I asked you that question, that was what you hit on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that like, exactly is the foundation of it like yeah, yeah i want to see her pleasure i want to see her happy and if she's happy i'm happy so the 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 like have there ever been moments where you experience even even for a, a brief moment like any kind of jealousy whether it's the way she responded to a particular guy like wow that's that was really explosive like even if you didn't voice it just like we know what we feel inside of ourselves where it's like oh shit uh okay i got to i got to process that have you ever had those moments or have you pretty much just been on cloud 9 from the very beginning without any deviation at all yeah cloud 9 cuz uh there's so much trust so mm -hmm. i <clears throat> i can't see a reason to get jealous at all i'm i'm really not a jealous type of person anyways to begin with and then you know, so like, um, she's just, she's being pleasured. She's happy. I know at the end of the night or, at, you know, like we're, we're together. So yeah, no, n none of those thoughts really have ever come up. I'm curious, before you got into this relationship with Sailor, did you even think that this level of trust was even possible? Or did you always know like, okay, that's what I want, even though I've never seen it. I know that that's what I want. Like, was it possible to you or are you still blown away sometimes by just how much trust exists between the two of you? Yeah, sometimes I'm blown away because I, I, I see a lot of people settle. You know, I see a lot of people settle into a life that they kind of compromise for or something. And yeah, like, so 
there yeah there ends up with that being like not enough trust so i see a lot of relationships that they don't yeah they don't exactly have that trust that level of trust so i i kind of figure like yeah you know normal relationship you you find somebody you can tolerate <laughs> you know i didn't expect to find a gym right yeah i i kind of figured like oh most people settle so i stayed single for a while and i was i'm you know i was perfectly fine staying with myself reading books stuff like that traveling and then yeah you know just hooking up on tinder and stuff but uh yeah when i met her i was like okay yeah i i had a dream here she is she's awesome and then we were on the same wavelength as far as communication and everything just flowed so smoothly okay it felt you, natural. you mentioned something and i'm just curious you mentioned this dream and you had seen her before how long did you wait to tell her that like was that like a first date kind of thing like yeah I, i've seen you before in my dreams and was she like whoa wait a minute that's <laughs> that sounds a little stalky like right. how long did you wait before you actually shared with her that you had had these visions of her before you actually met her i think it was a couple weeks yeah but yeah i had to definitely like feel her out and yeah, <laughs> like i don't know if we were on, you know we were on the same wavelength so it was i was like all right well i can i can tell her <laughs> like i've kinda, seen you before i kind of pulled it out of you too because we, we got into like a spiritual conversation yeah and talking about dreams and whatnot and i asked you like have you had any dreams about me before <laughs> meeting me yeah and he was like kind of like his eyes wide and he's like like, like, like a nervous nod. He oh, she actually nervous. opened the door for that. Yeah, like he didn't want to tell me at first. Well, yeah, so. you can understand why. That, that, yeah. that, that, you know, some women will see that as beautiful and romantic, and some women can see that as like, wow, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I completely understand why he was like, let me keep this card in my back pocket until I really figure this, yeah. you know, throw this woman out, you know, because I don't want her. And then to have her be the one to kind of open the door for it, you know, that must have been like a really cool moment for you. Like, oh shit. Okay. So she, I can say it, you know, I can, yeah. I can tell her. I guess it made you feel so comfortable uh, that you were able to share it with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's, guess, that's yeah. communication. Everything was on the same wavelength. So like, just flowed yeah. smoothly. I thought so, it was so yeah. I'm always interested about this with, with couples because you have, like you have a vanilla life and you know do you guys have like vanilla friends that you hang out with socialize with you know oh, yeah. so yeah i bring that up to say are you guys known as because one of the things and you guys are doing it now uh one of the things that's great about the couples that are in this lifestyle is they're very affectionate with one another you know they're always touching each other and holding each other and pissing on each other and even now you're, you're you're holding each other you know um but when you're around non-lifestyle people you kind of start to see that everybody's not like that you know what i'm saying like there are a lot of couples where you see them together and it's like are they just friends you, you know like you don't see that same kind of intimacy between them right. publicly and so what's funny is sometimes the couples, excuse me, in this lifestyle among their circle of friends, they're the ones that their friends are like, oh, you guys get a room or you're always acting like you're on a date and, 
or you know how do you guys keep the magic alive like you're like like these are some of the comments that you hear from your friends because the way that you are is so not normal do you guys get that at all you just remind me of a time you were, we were celebrating my birthday with my family at a restaurant, a Chinese restaurant. And we're, you know, we just got so like, we're just so into each other. We just started making out with each other in front of my whole family at the table. And, uh, switch, <laughs> we, switch gum. Yeah, we exchanged gum. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were exchanging gum at the table. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's like, uh, that's kind of what I was saying with before her. I noticed a lot of other couples that didn't seem so close. They didn't seem to have the trust or whatever. And then with her, it's like, my yeah, I mean, I, I could act, I could act however I want with her, you know, you know, it's just, it's, I mean, it's, we just didn't care she and that I, they were you know, there. it's, it's us against the world, I guess yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, so it's like, yeah, we definitely do get more affectionate and I, I yeah. did notice that about other couples. And were you married when this happened? No, no, not yet. <laughs> I gotta yeah, ask, just... how, did your, how did your family respond to that? <laughs> my, well, my parents are divorced and my mother had her boyfriend there, just like some extended family too, my brothers and their wives. And they just pretended not to notice. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's still ordering off the menu while you're too. Yeah, like, you're you're pretty much. You guys are swapping gum. Yeah, we're <laughs> sitting in the corner of the table. So they kind of like drifted off into their own conversations away from us. <laughs> I think your dad was the only one who saw. Oh, yeah, my dad, because he was sitting across from us. He's like, didn't he say like, oh really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Or, like, awkwardly. <laughs> it's a little remark, yeah. Yeah, like 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 a slot, like a sarcastic remark, and then moved on from there. Uh, no, yeah, that's that's. Funny. <laughs> no, that that's that's definitely. How do you think? And have you ever had this conversation? Like you said, you you know you 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 have an OnlyFans. You have this kind of online presence. Have you ever thought about? You know, because I, I have talked to people where their families have found out. Have you ever talked about the you know the big what if? You know, what if our families do find out? What if my family finds out? What if a friend of my father's sees this and tells my dad? Like, have you ever had those conversations? And what do you think would happen if it happened? Oh, they know already. At least my oh. family does. Yeah. And like they, they're they're cool. My so I have a lot of men in my family, my father and my brothers, and they've never approached me about it. But I've heard through friends that, you know, they probably have heard about it because of trolls. Their friends being trolls, like mm -hmm. check out what your little sister's doing. Yeah, that so, kind of shit. And that's that's yeah, usually right. how it happens. Like somebody will see it, and then, yeah, you know, they'll say something. Yeah, you know, so that's yeah. how. I know that they they probably know. And mm. my mother just told out straight, right? And she's like, oh, are you hiding your face? I'm like, no. Oh, well, are you, you know, well, I, I don't know. And then I told her, you know, well, I'm making money from it. She's like, oh, okay. Well, then, <laughs> and then she started giving me advice on what to wear. Like, oh, you should do the pink wig. Oh, the pink wig is better than this, the blonde wig or something. <laughs> Like so no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not just doing it for shits and giggles. Like, yeah, it's, it's, as long as I'm making a good income, she was happy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's paying some bills here. Yeah, she's like, oh, very good. <laughs> yeah, my, now, my family they're so scattered, but it, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't matter because they're so scattered. Mm -hmm. It's not like they 
talk to each other much anyway. It, it, it sounds like you two are pretty much of the mindset and not, not to sound, you know, crude or anything, but you're kind of the mindset was like, fuck it. Like we're, we're, we're going to live our life on our terms. Right. Yeah. You know, we're not going to worry about, you know, what, what, what other people are, are thinking or saying. And if they support us, great. If they don't, we're, we're not going to lose any sleep over it, you know? Right. And, yeah. and that's, that's a, I think that's a really, uh, you know, admirable quality to have because I know every, everybody is not able to see things that way and to, to, to have that kind of clarity and that kind of conviction when it comes to, you know, to, 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 to walking their own path. I think a lot of people strive for that and they, and they want to be that way, but it's, it's, it's one of those things, I guess it's, it's easier said than done. So the fact that you guys are actually out here doing it, I think is, 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 is really cool. Um, is there anything on your, you know, on your sexual bucket list that you haven't done yet? Like something that you'd like to experience somewhere that you'd like to go um, that, that hasn't been checked off yet? Oh, glory hole. Yeah. Eventually. Oh, yeah. Try. Eventually I'll do a glory hole. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> Well, you know, there's a popular one right in, there's a popular one right in Jersey. <laughs> People always do. Well, I want to make sure everyone's like clean and tested, and like, and then I can be truly free. Ah. <laughs> well, that might be a little harder. <laughs> you might have to set that up. I know it's hard to arrange. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, th I thought you meant like going to like a, just an actual like a real bookstore. Oh you know. yeah. <laughs> like as long as everyone's tested, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those things that yeah, it's 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 it sounds awesome, but to to actually see that play out in in real life, you would yeah, you would have to like arrange that and set yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah. logistically, yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. So okay, you said glory hole. Any anything else? Like any like I said, it doesn't have to be a thing. It could be a place that you want to visit or an event that happens that you'd like to go to. I think we're pretty like satisfied. Yeah. As long as we're like traveling and fucking. Uh -huh. <laughs> so one thing that I like to ask people about who, you know, who are kind of straddling that line between lifestyle and creating content is, and this can be advice that you can give to other people who are listening, like I said, who are you know, thinking about going down this road. What do you do to make sure that what you're doing is still enhancing your lifestyle experience? You know what I'm saying? Like to avoid from having it feel like, oh, now, like this is not lifestyle. This is just me being a porn star. You know what I'm saying? Like what steps do you take to make sure that the things that you do still have the essence of what you guys started doing in the very beginning, which was a husband enjoying seeing the love of his life being pleasured. Like, what do you do to make sure that it's still 
tethered in the lifestyle? I think it's okay to try, you know, things once, see if you like it or not. Because, like, certain stuff I'll try just to have, like, oh, like, variety. But I'll try it only once. And if I don't, if I find I don't like it afterward, like, I won't do it again. But, I, yeah, because... I think there's a fine line between just being a porn star and like still enjoying what you're doing with your husband and doing variety might come off as just being a porn star, but it's just Mm -hmm. experimenting. And I I like to experiment. So I'll try things like at least once, Mm -hmm. but if you don't see more videos on that same subject, I probably didn't really care for it afterwards. (laughs) 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 So like, okay, I tried it. Thinking Friday, he is a porn star, whatever. Yeah, didn't 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 really care for it too much. Yeah, um, I really enjoy just when my husband is involved. That's my most favorite, and mm-hmm. I like to just stick to that. Really. Now, yeah, it's fun. Are you yeah. always present when she plays? Uh, yeah, so far. No, not always. In New York and stuff. New- oh yeah, that one yeah. time in New York. Yeah, I went to visit yeah. my family, and yeah, I met up with an old friend. Mm-hmm. It's hot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. we banged in the car. But I called my husband. There's been over times the you've just been in like the other room. Well, yeah, but technically you're still there in the same household. Yeah. But like, yeah, that was the furthest away. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I was banging an old friend back in New York, and I called my husband while I'm getting banged. Like, hey, honey, I'm getting banged right now. <laughs> and the bull was like, oh, I'm banging your girl. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you weren't working at the time. <laughs> Luckily, he no, it was, it was late night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm sure your uh, concentration just went out the window. It was a hot video, too. Yeah, yeah, they got some videos for me. That yeah, was good. That was steamy, legit, just like now do you do you do you guys have like as a couple do you have any kind of like rules that you go by as far as your encounters like okay this is what we don't do or what this is what we don't allow to happen that's mainly we just have yeah, fun as long as you're as long as i see that we're having fun yeah if someone gets out of line then you know what the heck <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't think like we go in with such like a, a positive mindset we don't expect anything to go awry really mm-hmm. we think everyone's pretty cool when we meet them like i mean we, we vet people and the people we vet they're pretty cool you know and i what's really important for me too is when the bull gets along with my husband because i'm natu- i'm actually naturally a quiet person so I enjoy listening to others talk, especially I love listening to my husband talk. And when he is able to connect with someone too mm-hmm. uh, and have such deep conversations, it's fun to listen to him talk to other people. Okay. Well, I, I always try to be uh, mindful of, of the time and we're, we're, we're about yes. to, to bump our heads up against it. So uh, before I let you guys get out of here, uh, one question that I do like to ask is, and I'll, I'll ask you, uh, Sailor, this question first. There are women out there who, you know, they're they're still under that, what I refer to as like society's thumb and thinking that women can't have this type of life. 
um, that it's not acceptable that, you know, uh, like I said earlier, that nobody out there is going to marry uh, a sexually liberated woman, a slut. What would your advice be? What would you say to those women who they they want this and they're curious about it, but they they're they're having trouble shaking those restraints? You know, I think also, yeah, a lot of restraints, like as a family and yet yeah, society. I mean, yeah, I'd say Find YOLO the right guy or something. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> what <are you> yeah. <laughs> What would I say? You need to, I, I guess, find a guy to, that will support you. You know, that's on the same wavelength that you. If you if you're not into that, okay, that, that that's fine. Um, I think just be headstrong. If you want to be a, you know, uh, a quote unquote player, you know, but not like misleading people. You know, be straightforward to people. I just want to hook up. I think that's fine. And if one woman starts to do it, other women will start to do it. And then eventually it will become a normal thing, less bias. Because you can go to your girlfriend and be like, oh, hey, girl, oh, oh, you did that. Me too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's totally normal. Like I've had gr- random girlfriends call me up and like, you know, that found out what I was doing. And they were like so curious. They wanted to do it. They were just afraid of showing their face. But they, they've always fantasized about doing it stuff like this now this is kind of a a a tangent but i didn't want to let you go without without mentioning this obviously my listeners can't see you but we're doing a video call right now and i can Mm -hmm. see you and when they see your profile they'll they'll see it too which is your ethnicity what what would you what is what what is your ethnicity i'm half chinese and half Western European, which is a mix of like French and British and Italian, mm-hmm. some Turkish. So my question is, I've, I've spoken to other, uh, uh, you know, Asian women on, on my show, and they've often spoke about what made this even more difficult was uh, the particular culture that they come from. And I'm just curious, had, have you experienced any of that at all as far as expectations and and views on sex and and things like that oh not at all my mother who's uh chinese uh she she immigrated to this country yeah she was the black sheep of her family so she didn't she not traditional at all doesn't care yeah (laughs) and my father also kind of a black well I don't know, my father's a weird person. He's a character. <laughs> Very, he's a thespian, I guess, uh-huh. kind of. Some character like that. Um, yeah, they don't, not traditional at all. A very unorthodox family I grew up with. Okay. Okay. So yeah. that definitely is something that, that made it a little easier yeah, very for Very lean back. Right. Right. Yeah, okay. So. Were young. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. My yeah. mom, when I was 13, uh, she decided to have a talk with me mm. and she said, sweetie, so I'll tell you what you want in life. And I, before, cause my parents are divorced. So she said, you don't want someone like your father. 
because his dick is very small. <laughs> I had an ex-boyfriend whose dick was the size of a Coke hang. That's what you want. That's a good boy. You know, that's a good guy. <laughs> okay. All right, and mom. Not only the dick size, but he had a good personality too. So she kind of like, I should have stayed with that guy, not your father. <laughs> good personality, good dick, and has money. <laughs> Hey, well, well, you 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 kind of found a nice compromise. You were like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with what I found. <laughs> yeah, he's checking all the boxes, but he allowed, you know, he gives me the freedom to yeah. go out and get the, you know, maybe my mom. Maybe my mom wouldn't be happy about your dick size. I don't know <laughs> to her her standards. <laughs> She's like, oh, just like what she ended up with. Okay, <laughs> but no, yeah. different personality. Okay, and 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 see for you before I let you get out of here, um, you know. There are a lot of men out there who they think that this is what they want. Like they're at that phase where, you know, they have the fantasies, they have the ideas, but they haven't, uh, they haven't actually said anything to her yet. And one of the things that I always try to tell people is before you present this to your partner, you got to kind of be sure that this is what you want, because once you kind of open Pandora's box, you know, uh, it's it's very difficult to close it. Um, so how would you, what would your advice be to those husbands who think that they want this, but haven't necessarily thought it all the way through yet? Like, what would you say to them to make sure that they're taking it as seriously as they should be taking it? Um, well, I, I don't know if, if their partner wants it, they should go through with it and let you know drop the ego just you know let let it let things go like don't try to close the box then because then that she'll probably uh yeah exactly you open that box but uh i'd say yeah just like go through with it and don't let your ego get in the way you know don't don't let jealousy don't let anything get in the way just is that something that you see like do you see guys out there who you can kind of see that their their ego is 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 getting in their way i mean yeah because yeah, I, I think so. it's yeah, it stems from the ego where you think uh she's my spouse my property or my or my partner or whatever she's mine you know if she gets with another guy then that's that's cheating or whatever how could she yeah i mean i don't even think like that so it's a trust yeah, I mean, there's yeah. just so much trust. It's you like, you you have to trust each other before you get into it, first of all. And then, if if you don't have that trust, like I don't know, maybe find someone you do have that trust with. Yeah. But I don't know. I think you should much. just have that trust and go through with it, and let each other be each other. You know, mm-hmm. let her be herself. No, that's also that's feeling like we're we're one with each other too. Like I think it's only Pandora's box if you think about it like that way. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's letting her be herself. It's it's nothing dark. There's nothing dark right. to it. You know. No, that's 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 very uh, very good advice and definitely a a I think a healthy way of, of of looking at it. Like you said, there's nothing wrong with it. Like you said, you're just letting her be who she naturally is and just kind of enjoying the ride. And it, it does take a lot of uh, security to be able to see things that way. So I definitely, a, a, a tip of the cap to you both for having kind of this clear view 
on what this all is and how it all kind of fits, you know, into what you do and how you live your life. Um, I know that a lot of people are going to be curious because obviously we talked about, you know, your your OnlyFans and how much fun you guys are having. So how can my listeners actually find you? What's the best way for them to find you? Well, besides our, yeah, besides our OnlyFans, it's Sailor Vixen. Can you spell uh, that? I have my, uh, Sailor I Vixen is S-A-Y-L-E-R-V-I-X-E-N, Sailor Vixen. No underscores or hyphens or anything? Nope. Okay. And no, no, no weird punctuation. <laughs> no, 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 none like that. And I also have my Twitter handle, which is the same as my OnlyFans. And also, I'll be. I started a Twitch recently, so uh, I don't have any followers as of now because I haven't really done anything really with it. So, <laughs> but I, yeah, that's out there. I'm on Twitch under the same mm-hmm. name. <laughs> We're very cool. And for the people that that, that kind of came in late or were distracted at at that particular part, that's on Twitter. You're at at s a y l e r v i x e n. No hyphens, no underscores, no punctuation. Right. Just Sailor Vixen. Yep. That's All right. Me. Well, before I get out of here, uh, one of the things that I always like to do is to uh, thank my Patreon supporters. Um, as you guys know, I, I wouldn't be able to do this if it, if it wasn't for your continued support. Um, you know, you guys continue to believe in me and, and, and show me that you appreciate what I'm doing. And for that, I will always be eternally grateful. So thank you for that. Uh, for those of you who are not yet Patreon supporters, like I say, maybe this will be the episode that makes you say, you know what, we like what that Michael C. guy is doing and we want to see him being able to continue doing it. Um, the other thing that I would like to say is we did recently launch our uh, lifestyle website, which is compersionclub.com. So uh, for all of you couples out there, all you single ladies out there who are specifically interested in, in bringing single men in, into your room, uh, this is the site that you'll want to be on. You know, we have a lot of great features and tools there to help you find uh, your ideal partner. Um, it's just essentially a swing type of site, but made specifically for our corner of the lifestyle. And it's a lifestyle site made by and created by people who are actually involved in this lifestyle. So uh, come and check it out. We're in our uh, our beta period now. So, you know, come help us test it out make sure everything is running smoothly and, 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 and be a part of our growth. Um, I want to thank my guest sailor and her husband. C. you guys have been fantastic, very entertaining. Thank you for uh, allowing me to be nosy. My listeners, uh, a, you know, a peek behind the curtain, which is your, your real life. And with that being said, I'm your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I will see you when I see you. Peace. Peace.